gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present this podcast to you in all its glory. They are the bearded wonders, the twin sons from different mothers. He is Blake. He is Sal. And together they are the Blake and Sal Show. And if you're not okay with that, I have two words for you. Stay tuned. I'm the strong one. I'm not nervous. I'm as tough as the crust of the earth is. I move mountains. I move churches. And I glow because I know what my worth is. the work is got a rough indestructible surface diamonds and platinum i find them i platinum i take what i'm handed i break what's demanded but under the surface i feel berserk as a tightrope walker in a three-ring circus under the surface was hercules ever like yo i don't wanna fight cerberus under the surface i'm pretty sure i'm worthless if i can be of service a floor crack the straw in the stack that breaks the camel's back what breaks the camel's back Show episode number 409. I'm your host, Blake, and um, we, we have been taken over by Encanto. That is the truth. Uh, my background is proof of that today, but but that we'll get more into that in a few minutes. First of all, let's bring on my co host. First of all, um, the biggest deal podcast himself is off this week, he's dealing with some work stuff and he just could not jump over here to do the show, so he'll be back next week. Um, we have the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Dad. How you doing today? Hey, I'm the second biggest heel on podcasting. I wouldn't go that far. Oh, that all far. right. Mm-hmm. I'm doing well. Well, that's good to know. Um, well, in his in his place today, we do have a a substitute I'll get a substitute host who chose the music today. My beautiful wife and better half, Mandy. Welcome to the show. So, you replaced one queen with another. <laughs> I think we got the better end of the deal, but that's just me. Oh, wow! Well, so honey, but while the music's still playing here, what did we open the show with that you requested? Surface pressure by Kanto, aka My Life. <laughs> You know, those are the words more and more. It really is true. It's accurate. It's his fault. <laughs> like I said, we'll get more into Encanto and how it's taking over the world in a few minutes. Um, for the show, I just want to throw out there that um, this is a this show for me. I'm having a little bit of a rough mental day. 
Um, I found out my Uncle Paul passed away right at the beginning of my day today. Uh, I just want to throw out this show dedicated to him and um, rest in peace. And that's really, I just wanted to mention that at the top of the show. Yeah. So let's actually. Like Uncle Polly, we're all happy to be here. Yes, yes, indeed. So, all right. I have to say that Uncle Polly, life of the party, without a doubt. Yes, very true. So I want to make sure I bring that up right at the top of the show. But um, let's get into everything and we're trying to get out of here like a reasonable time for a change. Um, okay. Honey, you want to take South Park? Um, want to take South Park? Crap. That means I got to open up the run sheet. Sorry. It helps. I <laughs> have it. Sorry, I've been in like pulled in 900 different directions today. Okay. It's just the song you chose. It's just the song you chose to open the show. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Okay. Oh, I'll do it. Help support the you, show. But, oh, I can do I can do South Park. Oh, yeah, you might part first. Yeah, okay. Help support the show and find all the platforms you can find the show, including the Entertainment Apex coming in a couple of weeks at theblakeandsouthshow.com. Mandy. <laughs> you can buy our stickers, shirts, hoodies, and more from our Public store. Click on the Public link on our website or go to Public and search The Blake and Sal Show. And also go to belowthecollar.com and search for the show and get shirts there. All items may not be available. Dad, insert stupid item here. <laughs> Do we have our Blake and Sal show with Mark sweatbands on the headbands yet? No, but that would actually be pretty cool. That actually I also cool. feel like there was a missed opportunity for Dad to say a lucha mask. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> well, we're, 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 working on, all, we're working on the gloves like Penta has, and then we'll get the mask. Oh, jeez. All right, well, let's go to break. We'll come back and um, we'll start with what's taking over the world. We don't talk about Bruno, no, no, no. We don't talk about Bruno. But it was my wedding day. It was my wedding day. We were getting ready and there wasn't a cloud in the sky. No clouds allowed in the sky. Bruno walks in with a mischievous grin. Thunder. Bruno says it looks like rain. Why did he tell us? In doing so, he floods my brain. I'm more like a sea umbrella. listening you're welcome we put the sign back in your head now you're welcome uh, <laughs> um of course we open we're, we're talking about Encanto, and this is obviously we don't talk about bruno the song that literally has taken over the world before well, yes, we, we get can. into that yeah well before we get into the song and trust okay. me there's a lot to talk about with the song um, okay. honey we watched this movie the other day and i gotta admit i, I absolutely love this <laughs> it was fantastic yeah I, I um i gave it a five-star rating on my on my rating on my film scale, which I only done like what three times in the last year, and one was in the Heights. <laughs> I don't give that. I don't get five star ratings that often. So I thought this is one of the best Disney films in a long, long time. And um, I read. rated it as I didn't fall asleep and I wasn't angry at the end. And that is true. Okay. That's a big deal for you. Like, right. You know what's crazy? Um, what was it? Over two hours and it flew by. It over two hours and it flew by. Like, yeah. It was great. <laughs> yeah, Dad, you watched uh, it before we did. Yeah, I did, and I didn't want to basically give away any spoilers to you guys because I wanted you to go in cold. But I have to say this: 
I saw the last uh, Disney. Wait, it's January. Of course, I had to go in cold. <laughs> That's why Jay Lisa likes me better. Anyways, know you exist. I'm the one who likes better. <laughs> he knows I exist. He just thinks I'm you. Anyway, anyway, um, the, the last movie before this that was the enemy was Rava and the Last Dragon. I saw that one, and Encanto is way better than that. Can I say something? Dad has a lot more time to watch movies than we do. Have you ever heard of that? Dad has a lot more time than we do. <laughs> okay, but let's be serious. If we didn't watch so much TV, we could watch more movies. Valid. We, we watch a lot of them. We'll get into the show we're watching in a little but, while. I do want to talk about it. But <laughs> TV and movies are entertainment, are they not? True. I know, but Very I'm true. just saying I prefer TV to movies. Yeah, like I, I like I also watched Matrix Revolutions this past weekend, and that was like, good. Wasn't great, but it was good. I am the epitome of that meme that says, you know, yeah. watch a 10-hour movie. No, no, no. Watch 10 hours of TV show broken up in episodes. I saw that recently. I'm like, yep, that's, that's so true. That is so me. It's not even that was me. That was me with Cobra Kai. I, I can't sit down and watch a movie, but I'll sit and bend Cobra Kai in two days. Like that's how I was. <laughs> so I'm the same way. So but for oh, no. most parents, if they get away on movie night and they go in the dream loungers, it's like a two-hour nap away from the kids. It was for mom. That's true. That's a true <laughs> statement. True. That is a true statement. True. You know um, it was a good movie if mom didn't fall asleep. That's well, the, true. Inside Out, Inside Out was the movie he didn't fall asleep for because that was so good. Like, yeah, was, she, was, <laughs> she was surprised. She was like, I was expecting it to be a nap. I actually stayed awake for it. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. I remember it was that a Lego one. movie that she was kind of like... <sighs> That doesn't surprise me. That doesn't surprise Mama me at all. Mom did not snore. Mom did not snore? No. You did. You did. Wow. Uh, <laughs> she did. Her, her, her snore is different, though. Okay, I'm going to move on before you get struck with lightning. Um, Seriously, there should be an oxygen thing that's just going to come and hit you. Let's get back to Encanto. Um, okay, go so ahead. The interesting part about this, we obviously say we don't talk about Bruno, the song that everyone's been playing right now. Well, what's crazy is... I did not realize how popular the song was. I knew it was popular. We heard the memes. I didn't realize how popular it was. That when the Hot 100, Billboard Hot 100 came out this week, it hit mm-hmm. number four on the Hot 100, which is, for those who don't know, that is pretty much um, streams on Spotify and downloads on iTunes and mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. So that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And um, number six on the global charts. Um, so that's a big deal because um, even Let It Go did not get that high. That's a big guess. That's that, and how big is that roll on? This is bigger. This is actually bigger than that. Um, this is the highest Disney song I've charted since Candy for the Love Tonight and Colors of the Wind. <laughs> my my understanding That's is a big deal. That's a big deal. <laughs> Disney has put together CDs as far as music from the animated films. And now that Encanto has done. They've included songs from Encanto on there. Oh, they better. They better. So, uh, I mean, they've been speaking the chart the fast. They've been the fast. And they were number one on the charts on on the um, sound, on soundtrack charts. Um, this is the first time in Frozen 2. But also, it's only the fifth Disney soundtrack to ever hit number one on soundtracks. And that was Frozen, Frozen 2, The Lion King, Pocahontas, and now Encanto. That's mm-hmm. it. Not even Aladdin. Hit number one, like mm-hmm. that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Beast didn't hit number one. I got nominated for best picture. Like that says a lot, you know. <laughs> you know, Mr. Miranda. You know, got to give the devil his due. He's a musical genius. It's true. He, mm-hmm. he knows what type of beat goes where during a, a, a movie. He's got this down, and the music he write, wrote for this is fantastic. 
And I think this is going to get him his Oscar. It better. It better. Like, this better give him his Oscar. Right now, then, he has a, he has an He needs the yes. O. Yes. He needs the O. He needs his O. He got the it. only he, thing he, he needs is the Oscar. We'll talk about it here because D-Gog, that's it'll be a very, very big deal when it happens. Oh, he definitely. Needs um, o, he needs an O that his wife cannot provide him. Damn, that was that was good. That was uh, good. That that's was, what she said. That was took a minute. That one took a minute. Didn't even listen to it. I thought that would sit there for a minute. Okay. Um, so also I want to make a note. I'll, I this made me laugh and we'll move on. Um, I was reading an article when talked about um we're not talking about we don't talk about Bruno, right? Right. And um, the crazy part is that he did not even have the name of the character until he's like, I want to rhyme no, no, no into the song. So what's the salt word, that, what's the name that matched it rhymes with no, no, no? He came up with Bruno and then we have the song. Like, that's what happened. That sounds like a Lynn writing. I've ever heard one. Like when he, like in Hamilton, where he just literally got a thesaurus and found every word that rhymes with burr and found a, and made a list and then made a, found a way to rhyme it into songs. That's something he would do. Well, you know, you know there's, some people have an issue with Bruno's not Hispanic. Well, it is, but people think it's more of an Italian. Who's name. complaining about this? Who's complaining about there's this? There's people that have said that. Who? You, you sound like Kyle, who goes on TV Trope just to bring complaints. I it's not like. <laughs> it's on um, Giant Freaking Robot. I have oh. a legitimate question, Dad. Do you, do you remember... Why the name Bruno was important in our family? Yes. Why? The conversion van. No, what they were talking about. Did you guys ever have a conversion van, like the big vans with the like the bucket seats? No, Bruno was our only conversion van that we got. He's talking to me. He was talking to me. Obviously, (laughs) you did. You owned the damn thing. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah we did until we traded it yeah you're right okay yeah. go ahead. i'm sorry bruno, bruno was a big blue van and he had like velour seats and he was like luxury luxurious made me feel bougie no i, I was like seven we never no we that. gotta wow. go to an applebee's no, yeah that, i was like super i was super bougie with my juice box in a velour seat because what before bougie was a word before bougie was a word, really. Exactly. <laughs> I was bougie before bougie was a thing. And, and the light switch and, and the, the switch over there where you can turn on and off the lights by your window. Exactly. Bougie. There you go. That's crazy. No, I know we never had that. That's that's funny. I feel like that's <laughs> and we're so not bougie, our son will no. never know that. No, absolutely not. <laughs> <We're> not. <laughs> well, um, take him to an Applebee's and he'll find out. Getting name brand soda is a big deal for us. Like, for the record. <laughs> I yes. went to an Applebee's over the weekend and I did not have the Bourbon Street steak or an Oreo shake. There you go. Thank you. Oh. Okay, anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. Go ahead. I, I can hear dad ranting about the song forward. You've done that right. Um I, want, I, I was looking for something to talk about. I was looking for something to talk about. And me and Mandy last night were watching our DVR stuff. Uh-huh. And we have not talked about the show on the air because Mandy has not been here, and no one else besides me and her watched this damn show. So I had to bring this up. And that is Jimmy Fallon's show, That's My Jam. This might just be the funniest fucking show on television right now. Funny? I love it. You want to explain I, this show to people that don't actually watch the show? Because this might be oh, one of the funniest before things. Before yesterday, I watched the first episode. I laughed my ass off. I literally had to go to the bathroom make sure I didn't want my pants. I was falling out of my chair last night laughing so hard at the and show. The best part is, is I think the first episode kind of 
it misled people because everyone knows the four people from The Voice. Like everyone knows Kelly Clarkson and Blake Shelton and Ariana Grande and John Legend. Like I think they're very well known. And in the episodes afterwards, it's not necessarily four people that you know very well. It could be four people like you may know their name, right? But, like, you don't know them very well. Like they're not right. in, like yeah. Or or as I was joking with them, Andy, it's pretty much Jimmy Fallon. By the way, for those who don't know, it's Jimmy Fallon decided to bring all of his music bits from his talk show and put it into a game show format, bring his celebrity friends and just have hilarious fun on like an old school game show set that oh, moves yeah. around and goes it, nuts. It's just so, it's such a crazy show. It, it, it works. It works. It, yeah, I'm not doing justice for what it is, but like I was joking with Andy that it feels like Jimmy's like, I'm going to call in my celebrity friends and just mix and match them and put them together how I think it'll work. And then we're going to have some fun for an hour. And I'm not going to tell them what we're doing until we're on the stage. That's what it feels like to show it. Well, what's really weird is they showed, you know, like highlights of future. One has Josh Groban. We watched that one. We watched that one. That was was crazy. That was was a crazy hour. Was that his wife with him? No, who was with um, him, honey? I don't remember. It wasn't Sarah Bareilles, was it? I don't remember, but they, they have had some fantastic, and I think T-Pain oh my God. Have actually, I think T-Pain may have actually been drunk. On oh, he episode. totally was drunk. He admitted it, though. But for T-Pain, he started, he's like, there's an open bar in the back, and all the, you can tell he was drunk the entire, entire show. Like, it's... Alessia Cara. Yeah, Alessia Cara. Okay. She was, her, him, her and um, Duck Roman. Okay. I, I will say, if you're not watching the show, go on Peacock, because most of the likely you have Peacock, and most people do. Let me know if I can help. And, um, oh, Sierra, you can't fucking help. And watch the show. It, it's definitely worth it. Um, it how, how, can I, how can I put it? It's... I mean, it's it's very comical, very whimsical, lighthearted, and this is um, something that brings different type of artists in the music industry together. Oh, that's just music industry. Comedy... Like we had um Anthony Anderson and T Pain. Yeah, that should not oh, have worked. Oh, that should not talk, have worked. Talk, talk about different. What was that? That dude that was a director. Oh, um, Tiger Watiti was on the show. <laughs> Tiger Watiti and Rita Rora, they were together. Like it doesn't make sense. Like, it, it, on paper, it makes no sense. But then when you watch the show, you're laughing your ass off. Like it's so ridiculous. <laughs> so I had to bring that up because we were just, we were watching it last night as I was putting the red sheet together. I'm like, yeah, I had to bring this up because Mandy's here. Like, I have to. Um, let's move on. We did not bring it up last week because there was too much going on last week. But um, the NFL playoffs started this past weekend. We had a crazy wild card weekend. Um, oh, did we? I think Dad's underestimated my hatred for the Cowboys and the Eagles. I really think he oh, underestimates oh, it. No, I, I hate the Cowboys also. No, 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 no. But my point is, the Eagles, and the, for those wondering, Eagles and the Bucks had their game over the weekend. For those not in the U.S., they don't know the schedule. And dad's like, wow, you're, you're rooting for, for Brady? No, I said I'm rooting against the Eagles. I hate the Eagles. Okay. Like, I do not want to see them succeed. Now right. I want to see Brady. I actually, honestly, I want to see Rodgers beat Brady. That's actually what I want to see. I want to see him get his revenge over last year. Mm. After last year, that's personally what I would like to see. I know. But, but that's my personal opinion. Yeah. Um, what we do this weekend have Green Bay and San Francisco. It's in Green Bay. It's going to yep. be a tough game. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, it's going to be 17 degrees at kickoff. That's, that's intriguing. That's yes. intriguing. 
And then they said by halftime, it should be like 10 with a wind nice. chill of fit minus 15. Nice. That's football weather right there. That's the football weather. Honey, what, what, you obviously have Packers winning this thing, but what are you thinking of this matchup? I mean, I'm looking forward to this. Um, yeah, I think it's gonna be really good. I hope Rogers gets his revenge, but not too much revenge because he's well weird right now. <laughs> Let it be known. I do not want Aaron Rodgers to be named my football baby daddy anymore. Because any baby daddy of mine must be vaxxed, proven True. by True. And does it take advice from um Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, exactly. Yes. <laughs> or go on, or go on Pat McAfee's show and just spout out weird shit that he did. I think that was weird. <laughs> Here's a question you just popped into my head real quick. Is he still engaged? Yes. Yeah. Okay. For I know, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so my judging of Aaron Rodgers has nothing to do with the engagement. It's just literally that he's gone off the fucking deep end. And I would be cliche and say the coach could replace him but meh um i saw a graphic this morning and um i gotta find out about that uh, that tom brady is older than three the three other coaches in the nfc <laughs> he's older than the coaching i gotta find it real fast um yeah tom brady is older than every opposing nfc coach still in the playoffs um sean McC- sean mccray mcveigh in la he's 35 Kyle Shanahan is 42 in San Francisco. Matt LaFleur is 42. Wow. Tom Brady's 44. Ouch. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, what the hell? What the hell's going on in the NFL? That, this is ridiculous. But, yeah, I, I'm expecting the Packers to win this weekend, but I don't want to go in, like, overconfident either. Right. Because weirder things have happened well, in the last few. But I think Rodgers has to get Super Bowl here. He has to. As far as from watching the sports last night, there are some Packers that have come back and are off injury reserve and are going to be participating on Saturday. But there's a couple of 49ers that are in IR because of the last matchup they had, which is very physical for the 49ers. Well, we will and, see and, how that goes. And, uh, Jimmy Garafano also has a severely sprained uh, thumb on his throwing hand, so we'll see what he's happens. Also not, he's also not a good thrower. Does he have he's COVID thumb? He's not a COVID thumb. No, it's not COVID thumb. It's turf thumb. But I mean, it's not like he throws the ball much anyway. He doesn't throw the much ball much anyway, so he doesn't. That's the truth. He 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 literally on this. He's literally leading a team that they fantastic defense. It feels like a lot like Baltimore Ravens back in the day where their defense won the Super Bowl and that ended up with, uh, I forgot who the quarterback of the Ravens was back then that won the Super Bowl, but he didn't deserve to be on Super Bowl winning quarterback. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so. All right. Let's should, move on. Should we, for our pick, should we wait until there's, like, the uh, final four? We'll see what happens. I mean, I got to look at the schedule because I know we're taking a week off in February. So we'll okay. have to figure out, like, what's going I don't even know exactly what weekend the Super Bowl even is because of this weird shift with that. With the schedule and everything. Okay. So, we'll move on. Quick wrestling topics that we have. Not a whole lot going on. I, is the same, I feel like the same thing happened last year. Last year around this time where we didn't have much to talk about the week before the Rumble. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, there's a lot, a lot was going on. 
But um, there was a few major topics that went on this week. One of them is, is I we're recording this on Wednesday for those listening. So if you wanted to hear our reaction to stuff on Dynamite, you're not gonna hear it this week. But I'm here next week. But Moxley, John Moxley is back. Um, DCW broke the news. He's gonna be at their pay per view on Sunday against Homicide with the um, DCW Championship on the line. But AEW then threw out a test field that he's gonna be back on Dynamite this week. And um, I'm excited. I did not expect this to happen this quickly. I didn't expect to see him. So maybe they didn't pay per view. So I, this is a lot earlier than I thought it was going to come back. Honey, you're excited. Go ahead. I missed him so much. I My first thought is that I hope he is truly healthy and he's truly in a good place and that he's not rushing it because he loves wrestling so much, um, especially after reading his um, – his biography. Autobiography. You just finished it last night. You finished, I finished it last night. Last night, um, it was mm. it was good. Um, this is his passion. This is his life. Obviously, you know Renee and Nora are too, but this is his first love, and he would do anything for it. And I think a lot of that contributed to his demons. And I really hope he slayed them all, and that he's in a good place, and that um, he's healthy. And I want you know that's what I want for him. Obviously I want him back on my screen for more than one reason. Um, but I hope that he's doing well and I guess we'll find more out tonight. Yeah. I agree with that. The, the comical Moxley was fantastic, you know, and, and the dry humor that he brought. And I'm sure that he uh, took rehab seriously because he's got not only himself to fixed, but he has to also stay fixed for Renee and Nora. So now he's got added responsibility. And the thing is, is to order to get clarity, you have to also be responsible for your actions and reactions. And I'm sure that he has taken everything seriously because he wants to have not only his private life improve, but his uh, business life improve. I hundred percent agree. Like I, I'm excited to see him come back. I, I, I hope, I, I hope this kind of like this break also kind of energizes him a little bit. Like you can see near the end, you can see he was struggling a little bit. He was mm-hmm. changing his character a little bit. I'm curious what's going to happen because right before he left, he was pending a heel turn, and now Eddie Kingston's injured. So I'm very curious what's going to yeah. happen tonight. Um, I, I've heard rumors going around that maybe um, Brian Danielson confronts him. And then we have a D- that Danielson mock match was pulled out the pay per view. Yep. So that's an interesting idea. Now that Danielson's a heel, and you can see Danielson's a heel, have mock be a face, and that would be intriguing. Not the match we ever expected to see, but that would be interesting. I, so I think, that's an idea. I think the match that everyone would love to see would be Moxley against CM Punk. Interesting. I'm also looking at Moxley's Hangman. That was a match that was supposed to happen as well. Yeah. So. Well, we will see what happens. I've been intrigued by a lot of this. We'll see more. Um, the other AEW news that broke, um, that I don't even know what to do with. I don't know what to do with this one. Cody contract, Cody Rhodes contract is reportedly expired, and he is a free agent, despite being the TNT champion. Um, a lot of people are saying this might be a storyline for, for Rhodes at the top. I have no idea. Honey, any, any thoughts? I'm so over this. Is he a heel? Is he a face? Like, I'm going to be gone two weeks, but I need an interim champion. Like, just 
shit or get off the pot, man. Like, seriously. You know, here's the thing. If Cody is truly burnt out from doing a lot of things and wearing a lot of hats, then take a step back and either continue as a professional wrestler or continue doing behind the scenes job. If, you know, you're trying to juggle both and, you know, sometimes the balls don't always fall where you want them to. And, you know, before you get really, really burnt out physically and mentally, take a step back and evaluate what is your purpose? What is this dream that you've got, you know, and how do you want to keep it? Uh, so somebody has to sit down with Cody and say, hey, you need to evaluate what you want to do in the company and take it from there. What is interesting to me is, I, I, unlike, unlike our son, I do believe he got COVID right before Final Health. I do believe that. Like, I 100% believe it. But I also heard rumors that Sammy was supposed to beat him. Sammy was supposed to be Cody that night. Um. So if that's the case, and he legitimately got COVID, that's fine. It happens. I mean, that's absolutely fine. Obviously, it happened to WWE. It happened to Roman Reigns right before day one. Like, things happen. Um, but if, if he legitimately doesn't have a contract, what the fuck is going on? Like, why, how, how the hell does Cody Collin let that happen? Like, I don't understand how that even happened. When he, autom- he made a big deal out about resigning the Bucks and resigning Kenny Omega and, like, their contracts rolling over and all this kind of stuff, like, like, what happened here? Like, I don't get it if this is real. You know, I don't believe this part's real, but I believe you had COVID. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, if you want to take a break from the business and take a break from the business, you know, uh, you, you, if you feel like you're overwhelmed, then take a break because not only are you running stuff behind the show and you're in the show, but now you've got your family life to think sure. about. You, you know, you can't do, you can't be everywhere at one time. Sure. So my thing is this, take a step back, take some time off, spend it with your family, develop a relationship with, with your child and your wife. And then, no, once, you know, <laughs> once you had the time off and are, are ready to step back into the limelight, then it's great. But, you know, you can't burn the candle on both ends and figure you're going to be okay with it. This is true. We'll, we'll see what happens next. Again, that's happening. He's supposed to be in Dynamite this week. But also noting that, like, Sam Guevara is not going to be in Dynamite this week because he is in Brazil with Taikati. So he is not on Dynamite this week. Yeah, so did, you, interested. Did, did you see some of the videos? Um, one or two here or there. Oh, my God. They're having fun. Um, honey, that didn't cross my sarcasm there at all. Um, <laughs> yeah, I heard it, yeah, yeah. Let's move on. Um, jump over to WWE. Breaking news that broke up. We were literally out, and my phone went off. I'm like, huh? Um, Mustafa Ali went on Instagram, put out a video announcing that he requested his release from WWE because he did not, uh, pretty much it sounds like he did not like the way that his new character was being, you know, being pointed in directions. He told WWE, he, he, bought, he literally got an argument with Vince and said, I quit. <laughs> So I'm intrigued here. Um, honey, you had your thoughts on this. So good. He deserves better. That, that's all there is to it. He deserves better than what WWE can give him. So I hope that they grant his release. And I would like to see him shine somewhere else because he is a big star and they've really missed the mark with him. 
Would um, you would yes. you say that that's also the case with Finn Balor? You mean Finn, Finn's... Finn Balor? Well, Finn's yes. really still on TV. He's still at least doing something. Mustafa went on maternity leave and then came back and it wasn't on TV. So, like, there's a difference. Like, I, understandable. He went on leave. He went on maternity leave. Understandable. Yeah. And then he came back and he hasn't even been on main event. So, like, that's crazy when you think about it. <sighs> okay. So, for Mustafa, where do you think that he would be a good fit? Impact? I've heard, actually, I've heard Impact. I've heard that as people throwing out there because he goes to AW because of how stacked that roster is right now. Uh-huh. He might get lost in the shuffle. Right. If he goes to Impact, he can immediately become a top three babyface yeah. or, or whatever he wants to do. Like he can yep. immediately go to the top of the card yep. over there and people will actually watch it. He, like, he could, like he, I watched Impact last week for the first time in months. I wanted to see Deanna Roxy. And I actually enjoyed Impact. I mean, it wasn't great. It wasn't a great show. I'm not going to go out of my way to watch it every single week. But if someone like myself is on the show, I would go out of my way to watch his matches. I mean, I'd do that for that, you know? I, I can see him uh, going to get the X Division Championship. That would be cool. That would actually be really cool. Funny your thoughts on maybe him going to Impact. That's fine. Anywhere, really. Literally, literally anywhere but WWE. Yeah, there's also the theory that he can do the Drew McIntyre routine and go and like tour the indies and be the big fi- big fish in the small pond because a lot of the indie wrestlers got signed by AEW during the pandemic. Yeah, and he can go tour the indies and like made event the indie circuit and then jump yeah. out of company. Yeah, so that would be cool too. You know, that would be a lot of fun. Yep. So, um, a couple things NXT and then we'll move on to something I would like to have some fun with. But two quick NXT notes. So last night we were watching NXT. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. That right there. We were watching, and um, Walter Roderick Strong was the main event. And Walter won. And then he grabs the microphone, and he says, the winner of the match is... And Manny's like, I think he did declared war. And then, and then him and Imperium, Imperium um, and the um, Diamond Mine is still brawling in the ring, and we go off the air. I'm not going to lie. I didn't understand what he said because of his accent. I said, no clue what he said. Until he went on Twitter, and everyone erupted that he, he said, the winner of this match is... Gunther. Gunther. What the fuck is going on? I I heard WWE basically went and trademarked the name Gunther. Um, And that's what he's going to be using. I don't know why you're not going to use Walter the Ring General, but now it's going to be Gunther. And I don't know if you're trying to start fresh with him, if that's the case. And and basically, like not have people think about what he did in the UK. I mean, I don't know. I mean, unless he doesn't want to, unless he doesn't want to release Walter to them because he owns Walter. He does own the name Walter, right? So there might be something along the lines where he doesn't want to lease the name out and risk losing it if he leaves the company. Correct. You know that might be an issue as but, well. I'm not even thinking about that. Well, I mean, that's an interesting. I, I'm at looking it. at this, and now with Imperium at like full strength. They're juggernauts. Who's going to stop them? Honey, your thoughts on Gunther? Are we going to address the elephant in the room? Go for it. The fact that they trademarked a name of a, a Nazi? Yeah, I, I was actually going to jump on it, but you jumped on it. Yeah. Like it. The, name, um, the name that he was trying to trademark was Gunther Stark. And that is actually a, um, a I guess you got it in front of me, the name of a U-boat commander who served in, the, in World War II in the Nazi, the Nazi, uh, uh, part of the Navy or Nazi Germany. 
what the fuck is happening? <laughs> so now with that information, do we stick with the name or are we going to change the name? I think they're I, just going to pull a Vince and just leave it as at Gunther. Probably. I mean, that's a smart thing to do with the Drew Gunther. V- Vince had a brain fart. Is that it? Like, well, I mean, there's Vince, nothing Vince, wrong. No. With, there's nothing wrong with the name Gunther. Like, that's it, not the issue. It's the issue is the full name. Right. Gunther Stark is terrible. And then somebody said that they, that they might be doing something. They can bringing Zoe Stark in with them to help have a female in Imperium. She's, when she's back from her injury, that's why they wanted to name him Gunther Stark with the biggest molecular related. Ah. That was an interesting article I just read. That's so okay. stupid. That's literally an interesting article I just read. Do you like, think Zoe <laughs> would really be like, oh, bro, like, I'm glad you're here. I've missed you. Like, are and no one will think about Here's the thing. What's your name from Diamond Mind Ivy? Ivy Nile. I think she'd be a better fit. Well, she's in. She's a badass chick in Diamond Mine, so they already have a badass chick. They're good there. They're yeah, good. but you know, if they want to like take her from Diamond Mine, you know, as a storyline, no, I think she's better there, there's Mine. a missed opportunity by adding Kaylee. They could have added Kaylee Ray. Perfect. She's from the UK. She she can relate to her, her and Walter have the longest. Now Gunther, I guess they have the longest reigning NXT UK Championship reigns, and they, they have walk. the bonding factor. And they, yeah, they fuck. There you go, perfect. <laughs> Combination of things in the real world and in storyline, it works both ways. It really does work. Dun, 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 dun. So, okay, one last thing. This past week, the Dusty Road Tacting Classic began, and it could not have began more anticlimactically ever. By the way, my note that that was the most anticlimactic turn of the classic I've ever seen. But um, I would like to know what you guys think who's going to win it. At the moment, we have um, MSK and Jack and Time. I hate that name so much. Over on one side of the bracket, and they'll be facing and the winner of that match. Will be facing um, Mulek Blade and um, um, Eris um, Egroy. Egroy. I can't pronounce this one. But um, an Ofe. An Ofe. Thank you. And it's an Ofe who it's actually Ofe. upset. Who upset um, um, Lagarda Del Fantasma, which surprised us. I'm not gonna lie, that really surprised us. <laughs> Uh, and on the other side of the bracket, the Cree, bro- the Cree brothers are facing the winner of GYV and Adam Chase and his student that I'm not even going to bother with because it doesn't matter. Um, honey, who's winning the Justly Rotizing Classic for 2022? I'm going to go out there and I'm going to say that it's going to be the Creed brothers because I feel like the only tag team that really can stand up to Imperium right now would be the Creed brothers. I- See, I'm torn between the Cream Brothers and GYB only because GYB keeps being the runner-ups in this damn tournament every year. <laughs> they've lost, they've been the runner-up the last two years, and I wouldn't be shocked if this is what's have them win. But the Cree Brothers are 2.0, GYB are not. So that kind of makes more sense to have the Creeds win this thing. I'm actually with you, honey, on the Cree Brothers, especially how NXT ended this week. Dad? I'm gonna go with grizzled young veterans. Okay, that's fair. That's fair um, I, I have a funny feeling between the Creed Brothers and Imperium, they're going to cause each other to basically elimin- get eliminated from being in the finals. Well, Imperium's the champion. Keep that in mind. They, the winner of this case is Imperium. So well, I, guess <laughs> I, I, I think you're going to have Diamond Mine kind of spoil their, their match and then have Grizzled Young Veterans win the finals. Okay, fair enough. So that's not bad. That's actually not bad at all. Um, <coughs> I, I, I just wanted this output out there. I hate Jack of Time. 
so much. Um, now, in my luck, Jack and Time will beat MSK, and I'm going to be more pissed off if that happens. So, all right. Um, so, to fill a little bit of time here, because I knew we were going to be getting out of the news early, I threw together a little game. A little game, a little bit of fun to go into next week's Royal Rumble show. And it is a little bit of Royal Rumble trivia. Okay. Um, because it's, this is I, because this is Mandy's here pay per view, and oh, sorry premium live event anyway pay per view, and um, definitely the favorite match type in WWE history. And actually, I had this plan for Sal, but since Mandy's here, I kind of expanded a little bit, had a little more fun putting it together. We have it is a ten question trivia game. I'll let both of you. Do, I, I will. I will see your answers. For, this should be interesting how this goes. Um, I have it down to multiple answers for each question. Each answer is worth five points. And if you guess the year on top of the answer, I'll give you an additional five points. And for those listening, the greatest for a rumble does not count because we don't count Saudi shows on this show. <laughs> so just throw that out there. Yeah. That's something we're talking about. By the way, that also notes we won't be doing a preview of Elimination Chamber this year because it's in Saudi Arabia. Just throwing that out there. Uh, wow. Okay. Just throwing that out there. We won't be doing a Elimination Chamber review this year. Yeah. Um, Anyway, let's move on here. So question number one, whoever answers first, I'll let them, whoever wants to answer first. Actually, you know what? I'll go back and forth. It's more fun that way. Okay. Three, there have been three people. I'll start easy. They get easy, start easy and they get hard at the end. Three people have won a Rumble match at number one. Who are these three men? Mandy, you start. Rey Mysterio. <laughs> Shit. Shawn Michaels. That's one. Edge. That's two. Benoit. Yes, Benoit. Raven was entered number two. That is the trick question there. Here's the number two. But um, do you know any of the years of any of these men? Uh Sean was 90, 95 or 96. 90. Let's go 96. 97. Ah, oh. you're off. You're off. Oh. Okay. Either one, either one of you, you want to guess on this one or you're good? Well, obviously, one's obvious. Wait, no. Stone Cold, Cold won in 97. I looked. At, oh, wait, did I have the wrong? You might be right 96 then. You might be right 96 then. It was 96 now. I'll double check it. You were right. Because he did not win 95. 95, he won, but it was the shortened one where he came in. He did not come in number one. It was number two. It was 96. You're right. 96. I'll give it to you. I'll give you 96. Okay. Um... Benoit Edge. Edge was last year? Yes. <laughs> that was the easy one. And Benoit was oh four? Yes, honey, you got it right. Perfect score on that one. An easy one. Okay, Dad, I'll throw it to you. Three men have also won the rumble at number 30. Number 30. Who are those three men? Undertaker. Right. Brock Lesnar. Wrong. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, 
Big Show? No, Big Show never won a Rumble. Oh, God. If you don't know, I'll have Mandy, Mandy Suits can steal. But. <laughs> uh, Stone Cold? No. No? Okay. He won three Rumbles, but never at number 30. <laughs> Am I stealing? All right. Uh, Dad, Dad, do you know what year um, Taker won? What was that? What year to Taker win? I'll let Mandy steal the other two. 99. Um, 07. Oh, shit. Uh, 99 was Vince, by the way. 99 was Vince. <laughs> Honey, go ahead. Who are the other two? Um, well, I know one of them was Cena the year after. Right. 2008, John Cena, the big surprise return to the garden. Mm. Yep. I'm pretty sure the other one was Trips. Yes, Triple H. Do you remember what year that was? 15? Close. You're off by a year. 16. 2016. <laughs> You're off by a year. Um, Honey, this one's for you. I didn't even do this on purpose. Probably the easiest question for you in the entire, entire game besides Shawn Michaels. Who is the only person to wrestle in both men and women's Royal Rumbles in the same night? Nia Jax. What year? I think it was the first one, so it would be 18? Oh, wrong. Second one. 19. Oh, okay. <laughs> I actually thought it was the first one, too, but I just rewatched it, so I knew that was wrong. I just rewatched the first one. <laughs> so, all right. Um, Dad, who holds the record for being the runner-up in the Rumble the most times? By the way, the answer is four. The number is four. But who is the who actually runner, who was the runner-up in the Rumble four times? I think this man did win a Rumble match as well. He did win one as well. Kane no but that's a good guess that's actually a really good guess I'll give you a second guess I'll give you a hint it is more recent Roman Reigns yes Roman Reigns is the answer to that question if you want to try to guess these years there's four of them and you need the points and you need the points so because maybe slaughtering you right now <laughs> 2002. 2002? Roman didn't even get the business in 2013. Roman didn't even graduate from high school in 2002. He didn't even get NXT to 2012. 2017. That's one. 2018. That's two. 2019. Wrong. 2020. That's three. I'll give you all those three. Um, The other one was 2014. Oh, that was the year Batista won, and he was actually given a he was people were rooting for Roman because they didn't want Batista to win. And then the year after was the year that Roman won, it was boot out of the building despite the rock coming out to raise his hand. That was the year after <laughs> that was hysterical. That was one of the funniest back to back. Back to back are really, really funny. <laughs> okay, who are the two wrestlers to win the WWF slash E championship by winning the Royal Rumble match? Honey, Flair in 92. Right. Bob Cena in 2035. <laughs> yeah. Bob Cena. I thought that far fetched. Yeah, do you know the other answer? Uh, 
Triple H? Yes. I'll give you a hint. We mentioned it a little while ago. Uh, <laughs> 98? No, 2016. We literally okay. talked about it a minute ago. He won the WWE Championship at number 30. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, okay, this is it. See, that, since, honey, this worked out perfectly. Because you actually know the answer to this because we talked about it. So I didn't know you were going to be on the show for this. I didn't know you were going to be on the show when I wrote this Steal out. it then. But, but I want to see if dad knows this. Because I know you know this because we've talked about it. Who is the only two-time Royal Rumble winner to not win the world title at WrestleMania either year he won the Rumble? And I looked this up. He's the only person. Only one. Randy Orton. Wrong. Oh. Absolutely wrong, but it's a good guess. He's up with a two-time winner. I'm not going to take points for this because for I'm it. already murdering him. But it's the uh, rated R superstar. Yeah, Edge. Edge is the answer to the question. And I, so the funny part is, so I was watching the 2010 Rumble, which is why this came up in my brain. I'm like, Edge lost to Jericho at WrestleMania 26, and then he won last year and lost to Roman Reigns. <laughs> And I look it up like, is this the only time this has happened? It is the only time that's happened. <laughs> that a two-time winner lost both times. <laughs> so I thought that was interesting. Um, this is not intentionally how this happens, but actually, that's actually kind of a trick question. So it's interesting. Who's the only woman to win, mul- to be in multiple male Royal Rumbles? The only one to be in multiple male Royal Rumbles, honey. Oh, can I steal? As soon as Mandy doesn't have the answer. <laughs> okay. How do you know it all? It's either China or Beth Phoenix. Which one are you going with? Let's go Beth. You're wrong. Yeah, go ahead. China. Do you know what years? Uh, the back to back years, and it should be that difficult because it was a long time ago now. 97, 98, 99, 2000. Close, but I, I actually thought Beth was in two rumbles, men rumbles as well. I actually thought that too, and I looked it up and it was wrong. I was wrong about that, honey. So you're not alone. I thought the same thing. All right. Um, all right. This is interesting. And it's, if dad gets this run wrong, I should take away one of his t-shirts. Um, who win, Who won the only Royal Rumble match to be held on SmackDown? I'll give a hint because this is important. Chris Benoit won that Royal Rumble. He, he went from SmackDown to Raw. They then had a Rumble match, a 15-man Rumble match on SmackDown. Who won that match? Eddie Guerrero. Yes, Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> but what year did I just describe all that? In what year that all happened? Oh, um, 2002? No, 2004. Okay, honey. Sorry, sorry, honey. I was going to, you're still winning by a lot, honey. So don't worry about it. You're still winning by a lot. But whatever. I said 2004 earlier, so I should get credit for it again. Because I gave not? him the goddamn answer and he didn't even use it. The second time, by the way, he's messed up on an answer you've given earlier in this game. You keep this up. <laughs> I'm going to talk about Bruno. Um, no, no, moving no. On. Moving on. Honey, 
who won? Who held? Who held? Who holds the record for most eliminations in one rumble match that that person actually won? Roman. I didn't know. No, not Roman Reigns. Dad. Brock Lesnar. Wrong. He did not win the rumble that he did that in. He 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 has a record of thirteen eliminations, but he did not win the rumble. The answer is Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, who in the 97 Rumble actually had 10 eliminations and won the match. So there you go. That's I thought that was interesting. I didn't know that. I did not know Damn. that until I looked it up. The last question, and I'll this will be interesting. I'm gonna let you guys go back and forth with this one. Okay. Going into this year's Royal Rumble. This is the, gonna be the fifth women's Royal Rumble, the fifth one. Before going into this year, there are seven women who have been in all four of the fourth four all four of the original. All four of them so far. Go back and forth. Five points per answer. Who are these seven women? Honey, you start. Uh, Dana Brooke. Correct. Dad? Charlotte Flair. Wrong. because she was, she was the champion one year. Okay. Honey. Liv Morgan? Yes. Dad? Natalia? Yes. Good, honey. Mella? Yes. Yes, absolutely. There are three left. Bailey. No, because she was champion one year. Okay. Honey. Naomi? Yes, Naomi has been in every Rumble, including this year's. By the way, she'll be in this year's as well, but Naomi is, is the female Cooper Kingston in these matches. <laughs> I'm dead. Two more. Beth Phoenix. No. Good guess, but no. Mm. I'll give a hint to everybody here. One is currently a champion. And I'll just leave it like that for the moment. <laughs> Honey. Ooh, 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 if Mandy ooh. didn't get it right, it goes to you. Honey, go ahead. Mandy Rose. Yes, Mandy Rose. <laughs> I'd be interested if she's in this year's trouble, by the way. So one more left. Dad, you answer. I'm going to get almost give you the answer here because you get your only correct answer has been Natalia. This person was at WrestleMania tag teaming with Natalia last year. <laughs> well, the tag belts with Natalia this year. <laughs> Tamina. Yes. Like, come on. I had to give you. I had to give you one because you only got two right in this answer. So let me do a quick math here, real fast here, because Mandy won this thing. But I just had to give a quick math here, and Mandy won by a landslide. 85 points to dad 50. Not as embarrassing as most games you play, but <laughs> most of the time we play games because usually South slaughters him in these kind of games. But still, maybe still won by a lot. And I kind of gave him gave him away points a couple of times. <laughs> oh no, Bruno, Bruno. So I think we can get out of here now. Dad, you have the outro song. So what are we closing today's show with? We are closing with smooth. By Rob Thomas and Carlos Santana. 
this is a nice surprise. I didn't expect this to end the show today. I like this. It's, it's a nice one. So, um, Huddy, why don't you um, obviously take South Park and let's get out of here. For more information on their show, including where you can hear their show, go to the Blake and South show, their Facebook, their Twitter, and Instagram pages, and comment or leave a rating and review, and they will read on the show. Yes. Um, we are part of the Wisconsin Podcast Association, the National Podcast Association. Information, go to podcastassociations.com or follow them on so- all the social medias. Dad, see you. Thank As always, it's been your pleasure. And if you happen to have a local independent wrestling organization where you live at, please patronize these people with these other young and went, you know, men and women. They're coming up in the world of professional wrestling, sports, entertainment. You'll be amazed on the moves they can do and how they want to entertain you to get to the other edge line and to get into a major company where you can see them on the big screen. So please, if you have one of these organizations, patronize them, but do it safely. And I'm going to say this. I'm going to be on my soapbox. Distance, mask, vaccinate, vaccinate, vaccinate. We want to take COVID and we want to kick it in the ass. We're not doing it. It's going to get out of control again. And God knows what else is going to happen. It's just common sense. And I know the old phrase, if common sense is so common, doesn't everyone have it? Well, now here's the time to get it. Don't do it for yourself. Do it for the other people in your life. You got to think about others before you think about yourself. And I'll just leave it at that. Uh, nicely put. Nicely put. Yeah, get, get out there and get vaccinated, people. Or or if you do a lot of favor, when you, if you do go to wrestling shows or you do go anywhere, mask up. Be safe. Because even if fine, get out of your house. You want to get out of your house, that's fine. But wear masks, please. Especially if you're going to be indoors doing stuff. Especially if you're the mask mandate. Don't be assholes. Follow the rules. That's so we can get out of this. We're all sick of it. We're all we're all at pandem- pandemic fatigue at this point. So let's we- get out of this, please. All right. Um, next week, one of our favorite shows of the year, the Royal Rumble. So next week, next week we're going to be um, previewing that. Um, there's a special guest that I have planned, but he had to confirm me, so I don't want to announce it here and then be like, oh, he's not on the show, okay. so I'm not going to announce it here. Um, hopefully Mandy's back, too. I know it's her favorite show of the year, so hopefully she's back with us all next week. I'm looking forward to that. And, Sal will definitely be here. And then, talk to him. He'll be here next week for sure, too. And then we can talk about the surprise entrance in both the men's and women's Royal Rumble. Yeah, I'm looking forward to talking about the Rumble because I, I do want to get more deep into things. I want to see who's going to eliminate Johnny Knoxville. Go ahead, honey. I have breaking news as to someone in the men's Royal Rumble. Who? Bruno. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> All I right. thought we're not we're talking gonna... about Bruno. We're going to talk about him. All right. Let's get out of here. I'm Blake. Honey. I'm not Sal. <laughs> and I'm not Sal either. I'm Mark. And hey, guys, be careful out there. Have a great time. We love you. Just be safe and kind to one another. We're all we got. Yeah, so that'll be okay. So thank you for listening to the Blake and South show. Have a good day, everybody. See ya.
Thank you so very much. Goodbye, and good night. Bye.